Hello and welcome to the Holiday Moons Podcast, where we share our love for the holidays with you year-round. This is Randy, and I will be talking about birthday traditions today. This is Sydney, and I will be talking about 2019 birthday party trends. This is Cole, and I'm going to be talking about the history and background of Arbor Day. And this is Beth, and I'm going to be talking about It's Arbor Day, Charlie Brown. That's right. Big birthday and Arbor Day week for us. Woo! Split right down the middle. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, we always start with our holiday happenings for this week. So, what happenings do we have this past week? Well, the weather is finally starting to feel like spring. It's been in the 60s and 70s this weekend, so it has been gorgeous. No rain, so... We've been able to take walks and open windows. And lots of pretty flowers on the trees. That's right. Blossoms. Some blossoms, too. Yeah. We had heard that Bradford pears smelled like fish. Yeah, there was a, actually a little meme on Facebook that says what Bradford pears look like, what they smell like, right? So the look like is the pretty trees beautiful. with the white blooms all up and down them. Just beautiful. The smelled like picture had the shape of the bread for pear except with a bunch of fish like layered the whole way from top to bottom because supposedly they smell like fish right okay. and i found beth found that hard to believe yes yeah, very hard to believe right because they're everywhere around us and i've never smelled anything nope i have either bad yeah around nothing, them. nothing smelled like fish downwind from a Bradford pear ever <laughs> and we had one in person well we had one in our backyard so yeah. we've been closely around them so we stopped today after church and pulled over alongside the road to smell. Because Beth wanted to, for once and for all, figure out, does it smell like fish? Right. And for the last few days, she has tried to get Dad to pull over <laughs> at random people's houses or just along the side of the road to smell these trees. Right. They wouldn't care. I was just going to get out and smell their trees. I don't know about the just wouldn't care part. Well, nonetheless, he refused. <laughs> right. Until so today. Today, we found a little place that we could pull off that wasn't someone's house. Right. So I got out and thought, okay, well, it probably is a very faint smell because right. I've never smelled anything bad around right. them. And just for some context, mom's nose is like a super sensitive yeah. nose. Yeah, she can smell things from far and wide. Right, and I've never smelled anything like that. So I went over to the blossoms <laughs> and inhaled really strong and it smelled so much like fish I couldn't believe it. So then Sydney and Randy went out and I just warned them not to get, not yeah. to take too much of a whiff. We greatly, greatly appreciated the warning. <laughs> yeah. And but what did you guys find? It, it smelled like fish. It stank. It, it was so <laughs> smelly. I'm like, how can something that pretty be that stinky? But it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that was quite some holiday happening for the week. That was quite an adventure. So my topic for this week is birthdays. And you may be wondering, why are we covering birthdays this particular month? Were you wondering that? No, because I know that the kids have birthdays, and then next month, you have a birthday. Right, so for three of us, our birthdays are within 18 days of each other, starting at the end of April. So for us, April is the beginning of birthday month. Right. So birthdays have been a big part of our lives as a family, and many of our traditions came from Beth and my growing up traditions with birthdays. Or or things that we've read or seen, for me. So uh, for me... Everyone in my family had birthday celebrations each year, and I'm referring to when I was a kid. Six of us siblings and my mom and dad. So all of us had birthday celebrations each year, including my mom and dad. 
Our celebrations consisted of a homemade birthday dessert of choice, usually a decorated cake for the kids and for mom, and a strawberry pie for my dad. My mom usually baked white cakes and decorated them with homemade icing. She let each of us choose our own colors for the icing, and she was really good at making icing flowers. So our cakes were often highlighted with trim and flowers, and then some other theme, like trim flowers, dinosaurs. (laughs) Something like that. The the natural (laughs) pairing. And they were like the two-layered round ones. I mean, in the dinosaur age, flowers were a lot bigger. (laughs) That's right. It made perfect sense. And very colorful. In terms of scaling, you know. (laughs) So as the birthday kid of choice, we got to choose which flower we wanted as part of our piece of the cake. So we'd get the first piece of cake and we got to pick which flower and we always would pick the largest flower along the way. We also got to choose our birthday dinners of choice, homemade. So for me, it was usually it was something called pizza burgers. So pizza burgers are not a family favorite in, in my house, but when I was a kid, we love them. Pizza burgers consist of a spread Ugh. made from... <laughs> Sydney and I are rolling our eyes. It's hard for me to even I, listen I to what this is. I cannot remember ever trying this. <laughs> okay. Oh, I do. So, wait. We just recently did. Yeah. Pizza oh. burgers consisted of a spread made of hamburger, spam, spaghetti sauce like ragu, oh. <laughs> grated mozzarella cheese, and several spa- spices. This was then spread onto half of a hamburger bun, so you think of the top or the bottom, and baked in the oven until the cheese melted and the bread crisped. We loved these, all of us kids, and in fact, we would have contests to see how many we could eat. And I believe my brother Dave has the ultimate record. Now, Beth, my lovely wife, always refused to make these for us, meaning for me, (laughs) specifically, I think, due to the spam. Well, and... I have to say, the sisters-in-law, I think, are pretty much equally <laughs> unwilling to make the Spam burgers. <laughs> so I went many years without having any pizza burgers. But not too long ago, a few years ago maybe, yeah. Dad and Penny actually made pizza burger spread for us one time when we visited. And it was awesome. And I still loved it, even up to now. What did you guys think of them? I ate mine. And then I think I ate the other half of Mom's. I had a bite. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was just a little... So it's the spam that kind of weirded me out. The I idea wasn't versus too... the taste. The taste wasn't too good. <laughs> <laughs> it was not the most Lies. enjoyable. Lies. <laughs> but I could see how, like, if you grew up with it, it would be very nostalgic. Hmm. And I know your brother David makes it and likes it. Right, in fact, he was saying how easy it was to make, like, to you, like, trying to say, no, it's easy to make. Oh, yeah. Thinking Um, that it was the hardness of making it that was the problem, I think, which it was not. It uh, was not. Was this during a Christmas celebration? You know, that's a good question. I think it was, I don't think it was during a Christmas Mm -hmm. celebration. I think it was maybe a summertime. I think it was, too. So you may have been working. I may have been working because I don't remember... Having the opportunity to try a... And, you know, I don't remember you. I remember Mom's reaction. I remember Dad eating them happily. I don't remember... (laughs) You missed out. Yeah, Yeah, I I did miss Hamburger, or, I'm sorry, pizza burgers. Pizza burgers, yes. But you can see where the name comes from. You have the ragu, you've got the hamburger, you've got the spam. One of us is making a a horrible (laughs) face. The whole thing. (laughs) 
All right. Well, I, felt, I have to say, I felt a lot better when I realized the sisters-in-law weren't making. Yeah, it wasn't like everybody was like, "This is great." All, right. All the sisters-in-law had the same. Yeah. Look on their face that I have on mine right now. I don't remember if Penny ate him or not. I think she might have. I think she might have, yeah. but yeah, I don't remember how many. I probably had like four, five, something like yeah, that. Yeah, you were enjoying them. Because you well, yeah. knew that that was the, the last time I had them. I was probably seven. Or yeah, so. <laughs> not if your mom made them every year. No, no, we changed as we got older. We changed and got other things. So I don't actually recall what everyone else would pick for their birthdays each year, but I do recall lasagna. My mom made a good lasagna, hamburgers and hot dogs. I think that kind of thing. But generally, you know, we all got to pick whatever we wanted for our birthday dinner. So we picked our dinner. We picked our birthday cake colors. And then we received gifts from our parents, but not from each other. And we got several gifts. So in my family, we did lists. So we got a lots of catalogs sent to our home during our childhood filled with great ideas for toys and games that we could get for our birthdays. We also watched plenty of Saturday morning cartoons, which were the target audience for many a toy advertiser. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly right. Lots of toy ads. So I would guess with so many kids in our family, meaning there were six of us, my mom didn't feel like she needed to guess at what we wanted. She just wanted a list of ideas to make it straightforward and simple. Now, that's not to say that they didn't also come up with surprises because they did. But she definitely wanted a core set that she knew that we would be interested in. So some gifts I recall that I enjoyed the most included these large velvet posters that had scenes on them that you could color in with markers. Do you remember those? Uh, yeah. 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 They still, yeah, they're still lo- around. I loved those when I was like probably before preteens, like that kind of that mm-hmm. time. And like I still elementary. remember. Yeah. When I was younger, I loved color forms. Do you remember color forms? So they would have like a scene, say it was like yes. a, uh, a castle. I love and those. The, and the castle was flat. It was a flat scene. But on the side, they had these characters that were... Like vinyl almost. Like a vinyl almost where you could yeah. peel them off, stick them on, and then you could peel them off, stick them on, peel them off. You so could do all kinds of scenes with them. You could make scenes with them. And I loved making scenes with them. We actually had stuff like that when we were little. Yeah, well, that's because I loved them. I remember, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember like magnets. Mag- ours yeah. were magnets. Yeah, ours were magnets, Magnetic. yeah. Yeah, because after a while, the color forms, they would kind of curl a little bit sometimes or get dirty, you know, if you happen well, to be I mean, the magnets outside. weren't flawless either. They would crack and get a little <laughs> oh, yellow. Oh, well, that's true. And... Yeah. Of course, there were also G.I. Joes, little plastic army men. I had a ton of those that we still have today. Legos were a huge hit with me. Matchbox cars, Hot Wheels, and track to go with them. Train sets, bicycles, viewfinders, games like Life in Trouble. So lots of the classic toys that we consider classic now, but several of those were actually new concepts at the time. As we got older, our list included more things like stylish clothing. (laughs) (laughs) Stereos. I'm thinking about what you were wearing in college when I met you. At the time... Stereos, golf clubs, records and cassettes, and even an early computer. I got my first computer as a birthday gift. It was a TRS-80. Uh, people called it a Trash-80. Because <laughs> really, it couldn't do a lot. It was great at the time, but it just didn't have a capability to do a lot of things. But it really helped set me on a path to being very comfortable with computers. In fact, my parents sent, I think it was Bruce and I, maybe Brian, to a few night classes on computer programming. Really? Yep. And that was very new for personal computers. We did occasionally, when I was a kid, have birthday parties to include neighbor kids, but not very often. But I do recall one party when I was around five, 
One of my presents was a large decorated box that when you opened up contained a bazillion smaller wrapped gifts. That was oh, like one of my best, best memories. I was going to go around the table and see what <laughs> memories you guys might have had from growing up, from birthdays. So how was your birthday life as a kid? So my birthday, um, my brothers and I all had birthdays in September. Mine's the 7th. Earl's is the 13th. Monty's is the 15th. So it was pretty much growing up. A combined So party. September was your birthday month. Like it is. April April May is our right. Time. Exactly. So I don't remember that we had any specific things. Like when I met you, you really loved white cake, homemade white cake, because there's a difference in texture. And I don't know that we had any particular cake or any particular dessert. I just I don't really remember. If it was anything, it was probably chocolate cake with Peanut butter frosting. Oh, wow. That sounds yummy. It is incredibly delicious, and I love it to this day. But I can't remember that we had any trends, any specific traditions that we had year after year after year, other than the three of us were together. Boom. Done. How about gifts? Do you remember gifts specifically? No, I really don't. But that's just because my my memory stinks of when I was growing up. I mean, I, I remember having things and they were a lot of fun and playing with them but i don't remember specific birthday you may not remember now but over the years you have mentioned different dolls and things that you had as a kid right yeah there are lots of fun things one of the most fun things my brothers and i did uh, when we were real little they had winnebago's i don't know if you remember those they were big metal not real Winnebago's. No, they were big metal toys. Yes. And uh, my Barbies used to love to ride on top of them. So lots of time outside playing with their Winnebago's and my Barbies. So yeah. stuff like that. But I don't remember which things I got for Christmas, which things I got for birthdays. I really don't know. Very helpful to this conversation. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. You guys have always provided us very fun birthday parties. One of my fondest ones was... When we first moved to where we currently are, you know, I left my best friend back where we used to live and other friends. So we went to um, Build-A-Bear Workshop Mm -hmm. and had a birthday party there. We invited my best friend from where we previously lived as well as my new friends. So that was very, very fun because I had, I think that was the only time we went to Build-A-Bear. But it was just a lot of fun and there are still pictures that we have to this day of that. And another time when we were really little, for me and Cole, we had pictures of us in a public park with a bunch of our little friends. Yeah, it was a pavilion. We rented a pavilion. Yeah, and my theme was ladybugs, and you made ladybug cupcakes, cupcakes as well as, I think, a cake. Yes. Yes, also cake. Yeah, and then Cole, our birthdays are two days apart. We would always pretty much celebrate when we were really little at the same time. So he had bumblebee-themed cupcakes and cake. Yeah. Um, which is lots of little kids. Which there. now yes. would be horribly traumatic to you and your fear of bees. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I am not a huge fan of bees. Right. But it's very cute for a birthday party. Cole had frosting all over his face and it was adorable. Frosting I have pictures. And cake. Yeah. That's right. I have pictures <laughs> of it. Yeah. So I, there was me next to him and I was like munching on a cupcake and my face was clean and then there's Cole. Right. And it was all over his face. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, the bottom half of his face. I mean, it wasn't his forehead or anything. Right. Right. Yeah. So as a family, some of the traditions that I grew up with, like, we do lists to help. Yeah. Lists right? was always something that 
I figured everybody did when exactly. I was little because yeah. it just made so much sense. And that... some families are horrified with the idea of doing a list. Right. Some <laughs> families are like, doesn't that seem like greedy? Right. See, that's what I thought. When I first became part of Randy's family, I remember him saying, my dad would like a list of what you want for Christmas. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that's greedy. <laughs> and he's like, no. And then I realized how many people... They had to buy for and it was like, exactly. yeah, you're right. That's so helpful if you just have some ideas. Yeah, well, and I guessing. remember ranking things on my list too, things yep. I wanted the most. Yes. Which know, is very helpful. Progressively. Right. Yeah. As a kid, you know, we never did the ranking thing. The product. So we would have these lists, As I mean, as a kid, or we wouldn't have a list. We'd have a catalog and it had stuff circled in it and we yeah. would just give the catalog to That's our, so our parents and, you know, there was just whatever they wanted off that list. Yeah. So yeah. prioritizing was helpful. Yeah. I remember as I got older, I would color code. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think both of us did that. Yeah. 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 That's your mom's influence. Yeah. I with, love color With the coding. markers that she gave you for Christmas. I mean, yes. I don't remember doing it with markers. I remember doing it on the computer, though. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. yeah. Because I would have a key up at the top. Yeah. Right, which yeah. identified which colors meant Yeah, what. usually like four or five categories. Yeah, four or five categories. <laughs> there would be things that I didn't want relatives to get me. Yes, that's yeah. right. So I would that's have right. that in, you know, its own. Like must have this. I this is exactly what I want. This is the perfect yeah. Like thing. And then, this is these two. Yeah, maybe three things are things that I really <laughs> want. Yeah, that's so yeah. funny. Sydney did the same thing. Had so, a little key that, so that we knew. So like when I was growing up, both our kids gets to pick out the dinner that they want. Mm-hmm. Typically, a dinner that mom makes. I think sometimes it's been eating out, but typically... I think a lot of times it was eating out. Well, it wasn't when you were growing up. Right. Like when you when were, you were younger, little. When we were little. Yeah. I would make it, and then after you got older, I was like, can we just take them out? <laughs> yeah, if they want to go somewhere. <laughs> I mean, older at that point was like 15 or so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Yeah, because then it was a lot easier for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a dessert to go with it. Right, so. and I always made the dessert. Right. Yes. Um, well, almost all. Depends. Like, Cole chocolate would do pie. chocolate pie. And when he got a little older, he wanted just chocolate pie. So we've tried different versions. You've made some of them, and we bought some of them. Yeah. yeah. I've made quite a number of different ones. I really like the graham cracker pudding right. pie. That, exactly. I think that was what I always requested afterwards. Right. But... Apparently, it sounded like it was a hassle to make. No, no, no. It was It was almost too simplistic. I was like, really? I mean, you really just want a chocolate pudding pie? <laughs> yes. I kept thinking, maybe we could try this chocolate silk pie, or maybe we could do this. Yeah, because a lot of the pies that you bought, I ended up not liking. Right. So, yeah, it ended up being that graham cracker crust and jello pudding Yeah, it was yep. perfect. When they were little, they always got cakes. Cake. At yeah. some point, probably... I don't know, late, before preteens, I would say, we would ask you guys, what do you want? Because I would always have pie. I had white cake for a while, but then I just switched to apple pie because apple pie is what I enjoy the most. So at some point, you guys just started choosing your own thing. So that's why Cole picked the chocolate pie. You tried a few things. I think you tried pumpkin pie first, Mm -hmm. and then you switched to what? Lemon meringue pie. Right. So there's really a pie that I don't like. Pie is one of my weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. Of desserts. And it's kind of interesting when I tell people I like pie for birthdays. So obviously this came from Poppy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Poppy, you, Poppy. You bought the trends and right. went with pie. And then Dad, he always had apple pie for his birthday. Yeah. Um, we had pictures of when we were really little with you uh, blowing out candles that yep. were stuck in the apple pie. That's, right. That's exactly yeah. what I do. Stick 
candles yep. and apple pie. And yeah. then finally, me and Cole got older and had pie. So typically, did we buy the lemon meringue pie or did you make it? I tried making it and... You know, lemon meringue, I can bake a lot of stuff. Lemon meringue is tricky. I never found one that I really loved. And then we found an Edwards pie. Wasn't it? Isn't it Edwards? Mm-hmm. That yep. is a lemon meringue frozen pie. It is amazing. So we found that and we were like, sweet, we're done. This well, is yeah. the one we want. Was it amazing, Sydney? It is. It yeah. is. I have it once a year and it's just, yep. it is so, it's what you so want. good. Yeah. Right. When I wasn't really able to bake one I liked, we had actually tried some other ones mm-hmm. before landing on the frozen Edwards lemon meringue pie. Yes. So, yeah. so what do you like for dessert for your birthdays, Kathy? In my perfect world, it would be chocolate cake with peanut butter frosting. <laughs> it's funny that I didn't realize that that's what you had as a kid sometimes. Uh, right. That's the only cake I remember having. Right. I don't remember specifically blowing out candles or anything but like when my dad passed away one of the things somebody brought was chocolate cake with peanut butter frosting that was so nice of them <laughs> <laughs> i was so happy with that the person i was like oh yum yep so of course the problem is you kind of have to make your own cake yeah i always have <laughs> so now that's not true always because actually twice in our marriage of 30 years actually once before and then once during i tried to make you a cake do you remember? No. You know, so before we were married, I made you a birthday cake. Okay. And it was not very yummy. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Should have learned it. was a box there. cake with you know, pre-canned icing. Sure. Then once after we were married, before we had kids, I made you a cake and it actually slid <laughs> off of the thing. I kind of remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so I tried twice and I actually did try. I wasn't just like trying to fail. I actually tried. Right. To do it, and I just was not good at cakes. Well, and the chocolate cake that I make is amazing, and the peanut butter frosting is amazing, and then having that in the middle, and then having a chocolate frosting on the actual outside of the cake, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Thanks to Hershey's Cocoa, I make a really mean cake. Yeah. And she does. Our friends have told us before that if the cake, for whatever reason, like, is smashed, just bring the cake and bring a tube of frosting, and they will eat it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just bring a bowl of frosting and whatever the cake looks like. And... Right. <laughs> so how about dinners? What would your preference be for a birthday dinner for any of us? Like for me, I know I, you know, I'm on a keto diet right now. But if I wasn't, it would definitely be a meat like either uh, fish, like grilled trout or uh, chicken barbecued with fettuccine Alfredo. Mmm. And green beans. That would be my prime dinner along the way. Yeah, I remember having hamburgers, fettuccine, tortellini, Alfredo. Um, yeah, mom, mom makes some really good food. So we have had enjoyed many a meal. So there's not one thing that stands out to you as, I have to have this on my just birthday. It's just, no, it goes by year to year. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same way with me. I can't remember any one thing that. I would want more than anything else. Yeah. And that goes up to now. I think that now I would probably, like if you wanted to to make me a dinner, I'd probably ask you to get me ingredients and I would make my own dinner. (laughs) Well, we can just go out. Well, that's a birthday treat. Yeah. Yeah. That works for me. Like the nice thing would be like me not having to buy my own ingredients. Okay. Oh, I see. We can do that. Yeah, it works. 
So our kids always did have birthday parties with friends. When they were little. When they, when were, they little, were little. Yeah. Right? Until they got old enough, they became too surly. Then we stopped, <laughs> we stopped that. Well, I think the big thing for me was that there was a point when I wanted to go out and do things more mm-hmm. for my birthday. So I get less gifts, but I go out and do something fun mm-hmm. with like a friend. Right. So I'll go out to like Hershey Park or Bush Gardens or something like that. Right. Yeah, I was Dad actually, always took you. I was looking back over the years at the parties and what you guys kind of did for your birthdays and what you got for your birthdays. I pointed to four places we did that with, Cole. We went to Hershey Park one year, went to Bush Gardens one year. Kennywood one year and Cedar Point one year. Yep. Cedar Point is the one that I remember the most because yeah. that was the one with the really big. And I think three of those cases, we actually stayed overnight somewhere. Yeah. So for you, it was awesome. You got to hang out with right. your best friend, go and right. enjoy roller coasters right. and all that stuff. And it's funny because obviously, like hotels and stuff cost you right. know, money. But I remember thinking that tickets were way more expensive than they actually are. Oh, is that right? When I was little. Yeah. I was thinking like, because we went to Disney World, so I was thinking in terms of like Disney prices. Yeah. Whereas I just looked up the price for a Hershey Park ticket and it's like $35. Yeah. I was thinking- Is it that cheap? $35 for Hershey Park? For for a day. one day pass? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cheap. You're right. (laughs) We are used to Disney. (laughs) Disney prices, yeah. (laughs) Yes. But remember, I was buying for three, not just for, for you. So Sydney and I never went, so it was a boys-only trip. That was probably part of the fun for him. Yep. And the other fun part, after the first year, I didn't have to supervise them. They were old enough to go around the park themselves. So that was, you know, we just kind of tagged up every now and then, and yeah. that was great for them. <laughs> I remember one time at Hershey Park, my buddy and I, you know, we were 15 or so when we went to Hershey. No, you were younger then, actually. I was we looking up. That was the first one we did. When we watched the Meerkats for like an hour and a half, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me and my friend just narrating what they were doing. Yeah. And, and you were not happy, you wanted to go and you yeah. wanted to do yeah, other yeah. things. That was the first year. That's why I'm saying that after that, you were old enough you could go on your own. That yeah. first year, though, I'm like, come on, guys, don't you want to say something else? And you're like, nope. <laughs> we're happy watching these Meerkats. Narrating what they're doing. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> But even before that, I remember you taking me to Baltimore Aquarium Mm -hmm. around my birthday. Right. And that was a fun going out. I always liked going out and doing things. Right. And that was a family. Presents, even when I was little, were always really fun. But I liked spending time with people more than getting presents. Right. Yeah. And you still like that better today. I way more like that today. So a little bit more, I'm hearing. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas in contrast, I think... When I was younger and just about the time, instead of going to parties, doing something else, mom and I would go to a town about maybe like 30 minutes away. It was bigger. And at the time they had a Borders, a Borders bookstore. And I would read for hours (laughs) at the Borders bookstore by myself. Yeah. (laughs) Mom was around, of course, but they had like a little... um, like Not a, a Starbucks with like a little like cafe area. Right. They, yep. You know, it was just it was just a, such a nice atmosphere. And it, of yeah. course, a, as a part of my birthday, I would get like a book or two. Right. I'm sure you got more than a book or two. 
sure you got several. I love books. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they had like leather couches. Oh my goodness. Or I, leather chairs. I remember being excited to go into bookstores when I was yeah. little because they had, you know, they were all nice books. You know, you had to treat them nicely because... Yep. Right. You guys grew up going to libraries, the public library, and that wasn't always the best. But even that was really exciting for us when we were yeah. little. Yeah. We got to go pick out a book or pick out an audio guys, book. Or... Yeah. And you guys came back. I don't know if you remember with arms full books. Like we had, you each got six or seven books at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still remember pulling grass out of a book. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> from a Somebody library, must have borders. been. <laughs> Reading outside. Yeah. But as I grew older, like, it became, like, shopping trips. I remember one year we actually had a bit of a party here, and Mom was big on the Stampin' Up mm-hmm. kind of hobby. So we did some Stampin' Up things and some, right. it was almost like a tea party right. kind of setup where we invited um, friends and stuff to come over and just have, like, a very chill time. Right. Right. I think that's, the, if you look at the two branches, you two... Kind of went up. Cole went up the one other person. Let's do, you know, dad takes us to somewhere fun and the two of them get to do stuff together. You kind of went up the invite some girlfriends, just a smaller set of girlfriends to do things here. Right. Right. So, you or know, she and I would go somewhere. Or, you, right. yeah. Or in addition, often yeah. it was also, yeah. Mm-hmm. You weren't big on shopping trips, so you didn't want to just go shopping with mom, mm-hmm. but you would like to do other kinds of things with mom. When she got a little older, she was more yes. interested in it, but mm-hmm. when yes. she was younger, she was not probably interested later at all. teens, she got much more interested in shopping, probably. Oh, that's when I got interested. Yeah, yeah. in yeah. shopping, so. Mm-hmm. And now you're very stylish. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> so, what do you like to do now for your birthday? Well, this year we're going to go to a tea shop. That's right. That's right. And as a millennial. As a millennial, I'm going to a... Is it an avocado toast t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. No. <laughs> no. Maybe. There's no, no. toast. Right. <laughs> right, there's that. Also getting like a pedicure. Yeah, just something fun. Yeah. Yeah, last year I took myself and mom mm-hmm. to get pedicures. So mom hasn't had a pedicure in about like 20 plus years. Yep. Because she didn't have a good experience. Right. When we lived in Houston. Yeah. Yeah. So I treated her to a pedicure with this local place that I had tried before and really liked. And she was very suspicious, apparently, at first. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, (gasps) okay, if she really wants it, fine, but whatever. Uh huh. And then what did you think? I loved it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. They wore gloves, everything was completely clean. They were chatty it was beautiful nail polish it lasted mm-hmm. a really long time so it was great yes. i liked it a lot absolutely so a shout out to blake and company in front royal virginia yeah i know for me it's a lot easier now to manage birthday stuff i'm a minimalist i don't like getting gifts you guys are both big gift givers especially yes yeah, my love language especially you <laughs> so <laughs> Nowadays, you have to talk me into asking you for a gift. Yes. For a list at all, really. For a list at all. And I think I gave you one thing this year. Yes. That was nice of <laughs> that you. That was think. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but who knows what you will actually get. Right. Because yeah. you're getting gifts. <laughs> <laughs> it's your own fault. That's, all right. I'll, you spices, I'll add a couple of books or something. that. There you, you go. Know. Okay. So the other thing that you do is 
You wait to the last possible moment right. to give me a long list. Of right, I wait to the last possible moment to do everything. So this is but, not out of character. But for me. but you give me things. Oh, here's seven things from eBay I want, and your birthday is like two weeks away. So it's not going to happen. Well, two weeks is plenty of time. It's no, less than from overseas. Oh, all right. <laughs> so my stuff is being like shipped from Kolkata. <laughs> But nowadays, I usually just go out with a few friends. That's a lot of what my friends do, and that's a lot of millennials that I've talked to. You will usually do something simple like that, just go out and spend time with friends. One of the 2019 birthday party trends, and I'm going to be talking about kids. Well, meaning kids' birthday trends. Correct. Like children's birthday trends. Yeah, yeah, elementary school or maybe middle school. One of the trends is a mocktail. Oh, that's funny. A mocktail? Yeah. So, so instead of an actual... Cocktail. Exactly. So there's no alcohol involved. However, kids can still enjoy a <laughs> fruity drink. That is so funny. I thought when you said mocktail, it was a made-up story. But, <laughs> but you know, I don't know why. It was like a cocktail, but a pretend one. So it's a mocktail. It's, it's, gotcha. yeah, it's a mocktail mocktail. Somebody tells a fake story while the kids drink fake mocktails. Wow. Wow, if you want to get really Inception. <laughs> I don't think that qualifies. Oh, no. 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 So these mocktails can be presented to them in cocktail glasses with little like that umbrellas. That seems like a yeah, bad um, trend to set with your kids. You know, I, know. <laughs> I guess start them early. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm getting this information from PartySlate.com. It's basically a frou-frou drink laden with yummy garnishes. This. Seems like maybe a fun idea from your aunt that's been married four times. <laughs> right, it doesn't have kids. Right. Here, sweetie. Let's have a cocktail. Let's have a mocktail before she's over there like putting your, the real stuff in. No. Think like a raspberry lemonade with mini skewers of raspberries and lemon gummy bears served in the martini glass with a lemon drop at the bottom. Now... Imagine that you have to tell them that there's a lemon drop at the bottom. Otherwise, I mean, there could be a choking. <laughs> right. But that's just one example of the of the current trends. Now, none of these trends I'm saying are super different from the past years. These are just some trends that I have found mm-hmm. other what than line. the mocktail. Nor are we endorsing these trends. Correct. <laughs> you would be correct <laughs> in that. Another thing to do for a party is a surprise, right? So incorporate anything with a surprise inside that can be experienced. So think like a cake with the child's favorite candy inside or something inside a cupcake. Like a dollar or something? Like Like peanut butter filling? You want the kid to eat a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say, does it have to be food or could it be like a... a Typically it's food. However, you can also... Now, this isn't birthday parties, but this is like a gender... Reveal kind of thing. You know, you could set off fireworks, a pinata that spells colored confetti. You could do that for birthdays, though. Right, exactly. Too. Depending on like what your theme is. How about like a shirt cannon that has like your birthday on the That's shirt? That's such a great idea. You yeah. shoot it at your friends. Not at your friends. No, also oh. not endorsing that. <laughs> no, okay. Brainstorming here. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a uh, fun game idea. Good grief. Yeah, no. Your birthday's coming up. (laughs) (laughs) So another one is a disguise. This trend is all about making one thing look like another to add mystery and fun. So think like an ice cream cone 
And instead of ice cream on top, it's maybe like has a cupcake inside with frosting, frosting to make it look like ice cream. Oh, okay. Cream. So it looks like one thing, but it actually is a different thing. Oh, right. so you have to disappoint them and then they'll <laughs> think, excited this is okay too. I've been dying for ice cream. Oh. <laughs> it's just a really cold cupcake. <laughs> Another thing to do is fun-filled acrylics. So think clear plastic containers. Think like maybe party favors. Inside the clear plastic acrylic? Right. Consider filling the acrylic boxes with interesting, playful, or yummy treats. This can add to the decorations, or, you know, people can take these home. So you think, like, popcorn, candy, you know, whatever your theme is. Of course, another trend is these elaborate displays of balloons. Oh, interesting. So I don't know if you all have seen, like, Instagram. Mm -mm. So, like, when you say elaborate, give us some examples. Think of centerpieces, floral arches, etc. So these can be made into like the shape of a huge pineapple, into an ice cream cone. I have a few pictures here that they actually have. So several balloons making a like a six foot, four foot big thing. Yeah, there's a bunch of balloons there. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, like many, many balloons. Yeah, like to add to your theme. Another one is the balloon garland. So... These are going from small to big balloons. It could be going over an arch or your doorway. It could be like looming over a table to add to your decor. So there's like do-it-yourself, right, Uh, DIYs that you could try. I also saw some kits online that you could buy. That sounds like a better way to go. Right. I think I saw around like $30 to $40 to $50 for a kit. And then I saw, like, legit balloon arches that cost around, like, $300 plus. Good mm. grief. Wow. So that somebody does expensive. for you? Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, professionally done. Like weddings. I've seen those at weddings. Arches I've seen before. Because weddings, graduations, like, a, places right. have done arches for a while. But the um, art of sculpting with balloons is interesting. Wow. Yeah. And, and they can get very, very elaborate. So <clears throat> a lot of the birthday themes and ideas... All center around being almost like Insta ready, right? What do I mean by Insta ready? That means Instagram picture perfect, so that you can take as many pictures and they all look good. Yeah, and I've seen even millennial kind of parties Mm -hmm. where that's part of the party, right? Is having a place where all your friends can go to get their Instagram picture. Exactly. Sometimes they're just photo areas, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Like a wall of balloons or props. Right, background mm-hmm. with props. Yep. Yeah, really pretty background. Yeah, a lot of people like sort of say that millennials are too old to be having parties, but I don't know any millennials that do have parties that I know. I think you can find them on Twitter and Instagram. You can find them like on Twitter and Instagram right. and stuff, so, the ones that are really... Right, and I think it's okay to have a celebration with your friends, Right, but not necessarily having a party where you're expecting your friends to bring gifts. Right, That's where I think I've seen people debate. Is it really necessary to right. have your friends bring you gifts? Right. But what I'm saying friends. is that yeah. I don't know any ground level kind of thing, any millennials who do that. So as a millennial, Cole, you could start a trend here locally of having parties and expecting your friends to bring gifts. Right, because I love gifts. You so do. Much. <laughs> back to the earlier conversation. Yeah, back to the earlier <laughs> conversation. Another thing that people tend to do as kids are going online and getting social media accounts at younger and younger ages is... Having a birthday party hashtag, 
photo booths. Have you seen the donation thing that people are doing now? Yes. Yes. Where instead of giving gifts, people ask online that people donate to certain charitable causes yeah. and organizations. Which, again, I, I wasn't like going to give you a gift anyways, so I don't know why I should donate to you. Because <laughs> nice. it's a good What's well, not donating to them is donating to a charitable cause. Right. Emojis are still a big thing. How do you incorporate emoji into the birthdays? Um, it could be balloons. It could be party themes. It could gotcha. be all kinds of... Cake. Exactly. Could be yeah, okay. And cakes can be also cupcakes. expensive. Like, I remember mom making all of our cakes and cupcakes. But nowadays, I mean... You could go to the store and get all kinds of elaborate cakes. Yeah, we didn't even touch on that in our family tradition part of the birthday segment. But looking back over the years of all the different types of cakes mom has made for you guys, mm-hmm. and it was quite a few different types of cake. One in particular stands out where you made a sheet cake, you put a icing dragon on top of it, and then you put a whole bunch of candles right at its mouth. So when you lit it, it looked like the dragon was shooting out flames, so it was pretty cool. Yeah. That is cool. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are some awesome trends. Thank Thanks, you for Sydney. sharing them. You're welcome. And it's interesting because um, I did not know a lot of those trends. Not having little kids in Anymore? our immediate family. Right. Yeah, I don't see that. I have seen other things like escape rooms. For yeah, I've seen a lot of people posting about that now. Yeah, so I think, uh, yeah, it's ever-evolving how um, you want to celebrate with your families. Yeah, mm-hmm. We did things like parks... Stuff at the house, roller skating for that. Remember the roller skating? Mm-hmm. One year I remember planting trees. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a, such a clever segue into Arbor Day. What? what? Did you know Arbor is the Latin for tree? Really? Right. And do you know there's a day that has Arbor in front there's of it? There's an Arbor Day? An Arbor Day, what? Wow. And it's near your birthdays? That is... Crazy. Freaking wild. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just planted trees for fun, but there was actually a day. Do you know anything an more about that we day? Wow. We didn't plant trees for <laughs> That Let's is just clarify that. A, a fallacious <laughs> statement. I don't know. I think your memory is wrong. You've, you've identified that your memory is it bad. It is true. Okay. Yes. Yep, so Arbor Day is a day that... People are really encouraged to go out and either take care of nature in some way or plant trees. Plant trees is the big one that people think about when they think about Arbor Day. Well, you know, I really couldn't say what people think about when they think about Arbor yeah, Day. Yeah, you're right, though. It's, probably not, it's, it's, it's a it's big pretty, thing that's associated with It's a with very specific holiday. Right. It's, it trees. is for trees. Right. It is. This is what it is. Not yeah. flowers. Not shrubbery. Well, you can plant trees. those, but trees <laughs> are what the Arbor Day is Trees about. are what are encouraged. There have been several holidays throughout history, or holidays, celebrations to celebrate uh, trees and planting them. There's a couple of Spanish ones, but what we really care about is America, so. (laughs) But mostly America. America. Mostly America. Like Sam Eagle. It is a holiday podcast about holidays around the world, but mostly Mostly America. America. Mostly America. (laughs) Season one, mostly America, at least. So... First American holiday originated in Nebraska City by a man named J. Sterling Morton. And on April 10th, 1872, an estimated million trees were planted in Nebraska. So these people moved to Nebraska, and because Nebraska was completely flat, right, like no trees, they took it upon themselves to 
plant all of these forests of trees. Right, and part of the issue I know out west was they would get these dust bowls. So um, it was a huge trees. issue for crops because right. it would dig up. Well, it would dig up their crops. There was good would, dirt yeah. until they started digging it, and then the more they dug it, these winds would actually just scoop it up and take it away. Right. So if you've got some boundary trees, then that protects you from that. Yeah. You needed a natural barrier right. that, you know, would essentially take care of itself. Right. And also, they wooded, moved from out east wooded, where... Very wooded areas. They were very wooded area of the United States. So it was also sort of a, a homey right. kind of thing, you know. So I'm just going to talk about it very briefly so we can talk about... Charlie Brown Arbor Day. It's not a federal holiday, but it was acknowledged by Teddy Roosevelt, who's a very famous conservationist. And former president. And former president. (laughs) And more importantly. (laughs) So it started off as people just planting trees in Nebraska, but then it spread to schools. And I think that's one of the big things, at least like 10 years ago, it was still a big trend in schools to go out and celebrate Arbor Day. And therein, Teddy Roosevelt sort of endorsed Arbor Day and the practice of doing it in schools. So I think it's nationally celebrated, even though it's not a federal holiday. Right. Right. But it's not always the same date in every state. Mm. And you know, when I was in school, I remember getting a tree, a stick, Mm -hmm. to go home and plant, which I did. And then I tried to take it with us when we moved and it died. That's so right. So it was very sad. But we moved to the woods, so, I mean... There were plenty of trees around. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. There's actually a map online where you can find the Arbor Day dates across America. And you click on your state, and it tells you when your state celebrates. So, okay. like, Virginia oh. is on Friday the 26th, but other states will do it in other times in April. So it's interesting. So it's celebrated in a lot of places across the United States. It's also celebrated, uh, or a form of it is celebrated across the world. And a lot of what you think of as the Anglosphere or former Commonwealth countries, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, Egypt, British Virgin Islands, Canada, and a lot of the bigger countries too. Like They have forms of it in China and Russia and across a lot of places in Europe. So it's very interesting. I usually thought of it as an American thing. Now, we live in a pine forest, so now we've planted a few non-pine trees for Mother's Day. We've actually gotten a few trees for you, Beth, that you really wanted for Mother's Day. We don't have a lot of space to plant trees, but even if you live in a forest, you can go somewhere else and participate in a Arbor Day activity for your local community. True. Now, are there like movies or TV shows that include Arbor Day? (laughs) You know where else Arbor Day is celebrated? Where? In Charlie Brown's neighborhood. (laughs) It's Arbor Day Charlie Brown is a special that was written and created by Charles Schultz, who was also the author of the comic strip. It was directed by Phil Roman, produced by Bill Melendez, and music is by Vince Garaldi. Interestingly, this is the last Peanut special with original music by Vince Garaldi. He's an amazing composer 
that has done incredible music for the Peanuts specials. And there is a segment of the population who thinks that the Peanuts have never been as good because of the lack of music composition by Vince Guaraldi. Interesting. It turns out that he died from a heart attack several hours after completing the recording of the Arbor Day Show's wow. score. He was 47 years old. Isn't that sad? 47? Mm-hmm. And the special is dedicated to his memory. This is the 15th primetime special based on the Peanuts comic strip. It premiered on CBS two years after it's the Easter Beagle Charlie Brown. And it's the bonus feature on the DVD release of It's an Easter Beagle Charlie Brown. So the two of those go together. And this is the first special to feature rerun Van Pelt, Linus and Lucy's little brother. Going down through the plot... We open up with Linus securing Rerun, his little brother, on his mother's bike with Charlie Brown watching. Linus's mother leaves with Rerun on the back seat. Rerun goes through all the places they're set to visit, including the Arbor Day meeting. Sally Brown is in class <laughs> and is humiliated for misunderstanding the purpose of Arbor Day. She thinks it's Harbor Day when all the ships come sailing into the... <laughs> In fairness, it sounds like a much more interesting holiday. (laughs) (laughs) So she has to write a full report on Arbor Day, and Linus agrees to go with her to the library to help her. At the library, Snoopy finds some books hilarious and is laughing so hard that he's shushed by the librarian. So you see him photocopying the funny sections of the books. He makes four different copies. One was How to Make a Dog Obey in 24 Lessons, and he's still laughing hysterically as he's doing this. The second is How to Make a Dog Heal in 16 Lessons. The third is How to Make a Dog Behave in 37 Lessons. And the fourth is Woodstock Squished. (laughs) Because he's laughing so hard he's not really watching what he's putting into the (laughs) photocopier, so Woodstock ends up in there too. So Snoopy releases Woodstock from the copy machine, still laughing, and they both get thrown out of the library. In the library, Linus is reading Sally Arbor Day information and statistics. The point of Arbor Day, he tells Sally, is conservation, the need to maintain and protect certain areas of our natural forests and woodlands. Arbor means tree, so this is a day dedicated to trees, their natural beauty and preservation. Sally wants to find a tree to sit under and hold hands with Linus, which sends Linus running from the library with Sally literally chasing him. They run past Charlie Brown and Peppermint Patty talking under a tree. Peppermint Patty asks Charlie Brown to explain love to her, but when he tries, she cuts him off several times and gets mad at him. In true Peppermint Patty form. She switches the topic to baseball, going over the 12 times her team plans to play his team, confident that her team will win over his every time. The first game against Peppermint Patty's team is at Charlie Brown's field. Sally, Linus, Lucy, Snoopy, and Woodstock decide to plant a garden in Charlie Brown's baseball field, despite Linus's protests. That doesn't seem like that's a good idea. It does not. Lucy tells Charlie Brown that she will be sprucing up his baseball field, which makes Charlie Brown very happy. Charlie Brown is unaware of what is actually going on. Linus continues to protest, saying repeatedly that they should tell Charlie Brown what they're doing and that Charlie Brown would not like them planting things on his ball field. But Lucy, in her true form, ignores him 
and talks over him. So, Charlie Brown just owns a baseball field. Well, it's the one that his team (laughs) plays on. But that's coming into play, so hang on there. Lucy decides she needs to call in the whole team to help. So she stops by, Lucy stops by to tell Charlie Brown that everything is going great, they just need some more help. Charlie Brown offers to help, but Lucy tells him to stay home and work on the team's strategy, which Charlie Brown says is very thoughtful and nice of her. Should have been his first sign. (laughs) Yes, that Lucy would be nice and thoughtful. Yeah. Definitely. He goes into his house to work on his strategy, confident that his ball field is going to look great for the first game against Peppermint Patty's team. Some of the things that Lucy has the gang planting are roses, geraniums, daisies, tulips, sunflowers, trees, and a creeping vine. Snoopy and the creeping vine get into a fight and then have altercations <laughs> throughout the special at different uh, times. Of course. There's also a cornfield complete with a scarecrow, watermelon, and tomato plants. Oh my. That's some of it. The gang goes to Charlie Brown's house to let him know they're done with the field and that they will name the field Charlie Brown's Field. Charlie Brown is overcome with happiness to be honored in this way until he actually sees the field. The gang tells him the planting of the ball field is because of Arbor Day. He is shocked and dismayed to find what has happened to the field when they show him. He is particularly worried about Peppermint Patty's reaction since she's scheduled to arrive with her team at any time. When she does, Peppermint Patty is furious and tells Charlie Brown that he must be the most dumb manager that ever lived. She then tells Charlie Brown that her team is still going to clobber his, even with all of the plants on the field. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of plants. I mean, it's like shrubs and oh, flowers it's just, it's, and trees. It's I mean, gorgeous, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. We scan to the actual game, and it looks like that's what's happening, that Peppermint Patty's team is clobbering Charlie Brown's team. Schroeder tells Lucy that he will meet her at home plate and kiss her if she hits a home run. <laughs> Which is incentive, baby, to Lucy. So to Schroeder's surprise and Charlie Brown's delight, Lucy hits the home run and scores the first and only run of the first inning. She tells Schroeder to forget it since he is obviously not happy that he has to kiss her. She's excited to have hit a home run. Until now, she's never hit the ball out of the infield. Which is why Schroeder thought he was safe to say that. (laughs) Charlie Brown's team is winning. It's the first win they will have ever had. Linus says that the only way they wouldn't win the game at this point is if they get rained out. Oh, no. Which suddenly happens. <laughs> but they said there's no chance that'll happen. There's not nope. a cloud in the sky. Exactly. Charlie Brown is distraught that the game has to be called due to the rain. He tries to prevent people from leaving since they were winning, but everyone abandons the field as it floods from the rain. I think Sally literally goes by him on a piece of wood. <laughs> floating like on a piece of wood. Him. Yes. Sally gives her Arbor Day report to her class. And Peppermint Patty consoles Charlie Brown by reminding him that he has a ball field named after him. <laughs> so there we go. That is the Peanuts Arbor Day Special. It's adorable. It's delightful. It's fun. Because it's a special that's just about planting trees, there's not a lot of extras in it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, at Thanksgiving, they had to make the meal with the toast and the jelly beans and the pretzel sticks. There's not a lot of stuff like that. So it's, it's pretty basic, but it's a cute. But Linus special. didn't make up a fake thing that planted the trees for you so they didn't need to plant them themselves. No. 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 <laughs> right? There's Nothing none like of that, that in there, no. Nothing no. like that, no. Well, that was very fun. Thank you for sharing You're on welcome. Arbor Day. The future festivities 
coming up for the week of April 29th. So April 29th is Zipper Day. Ooh. Yes. Very zippy. Very zippy. <laughs> very zippy. <clears throat> April 29th is also our anniversary date. It is indeed number 30. That's right. The day before that, April 28th, is Sydney's birthday. That's right. So the 29th is Zipper Day slash anniversary. April 30th is Cole's birthday and Hairstyle Appreciation Day. Not a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) May 1st is May Day, obviously. May 2nd is Brothers and Sisters Day. Wow. That's interesting. May 3rd is Space Day. Fun for you, Randy. May 4th is Star Wars Day. May May the 4th be with you. (laughs) And May 5th is Cinco de Mayo. So, as always, you can find us on Twitter at Holiday underscore Moons or on Instagram at Holiday Moons, one word. You can also find us on Facebook by searching Holiday Moons. And you can contact us at HolidayMoons at gmail.com. So, for Randy, Sydney, Cole, and Beth, Happy Happy Arbor Day! Day. And birthdays. And anniversary. (laughs) 